Good morning. Happy Wednesday. If you haven't listened to Monday's episode yet, I recommend you go back and listen to it as well. The two episodes this week are skills that work together in helping you as a busy mama not feel so spread thin. So they go hand in hand. Today we're expanding on Monday's third tip on learning how to say no and boundaries. Today we're going to talk about setting those boundaries. So get ready for for some pretty challenging things today. And if you haven't joined the community, make sure you go hop in there. We've got announcements every time a new episode is out. And it's just a great community to build and grow in who you are as a mama, to learn new things, and to just have that support and community. The link is in the show notes. So all you have to do is click on that and it takes you right to the community. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and brained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. I have not been recording in the office because we have a great Pyrenees and he's huge. So when we bring him in at night, because we can't trust him with all the furniture yet, he's still just a baby, a big baby, but a baby. He goes in his crate and because he needs such such a big crate, it only fits in the office. And I'm recording in the mornings and I don't want to bother him and I don't want him making a bunch of noise. So I've been recording out in the living room and I've been trying to like leverage myself up so that I'm in the right spot with the microphone. And I finally had this epiphany this morning. I can just put it on the coffee table and lean forward a little bit. I don't know why it took me so long to figure it out, but I finally figured it out. I'm much more comfortable recording and... I'm so glad I finally had this amazing thought. Let's dive into today. It might be a little challenging for some of you, but just bear with me and use this to look inward and to learn a little bit more about who you are. I never knew when to say no. People around me would ask for help, sometimes for functions, for church, sometimes personal things that they were going through or help with their kids or things around my own home that people in my family would ask me to do for them. I always said yes and never knew when it was too much. Not having those boundaries added more stress and frustration and anxiety because I could never get things done the way they needed or I would let others down because I had too much on my plate. I used to always say yes right away. If someone asked me to do something, I was just so honored that they wanted my help and thought that I would be a good person for that task that I just couldn't bring myself to decline. I'm a helper and a peacemaker. I want to help everyone I can and make sure everybody is happy. It took a lot for me to learn the things that we're going to talk about today. The first thing that you need to do is to get your priorities straight. It's a hard realization, but if you're stressed out and spread thin and overwhelmed and trying to climb out of the never-ending rubble that I talked about on Monday, 
One of the factors causing it could be that you don't have your priorities straight. This is a difficult thing to admit, and it takes a lot of self-reflection and being willing to admit that you need to reevaluate your priorities, which is not always an easy thing for people, especially us mamas who want to be able to do it all. So take a moment for some self-reflection when the kiddos are occupied with other things or while they're sleeping so you can focus. What are you spending your time on currently? Where does all your effort and energy go? Where is your mind at constantly throughout the day? And what are you thinking about when you go to bed and when you wake up? The answers to those questions will be the answer to where your priorities are currently in your life. So let's start at the basics. Where do your priorities need to be? Assuming you're a faith-led mama, since most of you listening are, your first priority should be God. He should be at the center of everything. If you don't have time to spend reading the Bible and praying, then you're just too busy. That's a good indicator. Now, there are seasons you may not be able to spend an hour or more every day completely focused on God. That's reality, and that's okay, and no judgment. And if you're not doing any Jesus time, no judgment. We've all been there, but you have to start somewhere. I love it when I can spend an hour or more consistently with God in the morning. But that's not the season I'm in now. I can't spend that much time focused without the distractions, with everything else that's going on. So I wake up and I'm intentional. I wake up and I have a small devotional I do. I read the chapter that my church community is reading that day. And then I pray and and spend a little time with God. That all varies in how much time, depending on the day and what I have going on. But I'm not focused on the amount of time. I'm focused on the quality of time that I'm spending with Jesus that day. And then throughout the day, I'm in constant prayer and I'm keeping my mind set on him. I'm playing worship music and worshiping as I'm going through daily tasks and spending my time with kids. I have the short focus time with God, but then I make him a part of my whole day. And that's the season I'm in now. And I love it. There are days that I don't have a little time with Jesus in the morning and it just ends up being the worship and the prayer throughout the day. And that's okay. I can't get down on myself because I didn't do it that day. I just need to wake up the next day and be a little more intentional. Family should be your next priority. If you're spending your time and energy on everything else and your kids and your husband are getting the worst of you and you have no energy left to give them, then your priorities are a little out of alignment. I don't scroll through social shows. I don't scroll through social media anymore, but I have been on a lot more lately because the course I'm taking for my business, they have a group communication through a private group on Facebook. So I do hop on there on a daily basis to check that group. But when I log in, there's those random posts that pop up on my feed while I'm navigating to that group. And then, you know, we have the community group on Facebook for Restored Mama. And so I am on there a little bit more frequently now than I used to be, but I still am intentional. So that way I'm not scrolling through everything. I saw a post that someone had made asking how much time people spend on betterment for themselves in a week, like working out and learning to better their skills, not betterment as in spending time with family and all those other things that could be included, but more like learning new skills and working out. They spent up to 25 hours a week on that, not including their businesses that they own. They were concerned that they weren't spending enough time on that. So when I read that, it got me thinking, it is important to better your skills, to learn and grow. But when you do spend time with your family, if that is all you're focused on, how are you going to enjoy that time? The days are fleeting. And before you know it, 
you and your husband will be old and gray. We're already gray. And your kids will be off with their spouses and their kids. You only have so many days with them here. How do you want to spend it? What is really more important than quality time with your children as they grow up? What's more important than enjoying moments with your spouse that God gave you? If you don't have the energy or time to enjoy that time with your family, you're too busy. And working out and learning new skills is great. But if it is getting in the way of quality time with your family and other things that should be more of a priority, and you're still concerned that you're not spending enough time on it, you need to reevaluate. Your third priority should be church. This is a bit controversial these days. There are many that say they don't need to go to church to be close to God. And that's true. If you have your own personal walk with God, going to church isn't necessarily to get you closer to him. But if you are close to God, shouldn't you want to be a part of his church? The Bible says that the church is the bride of Christ. He loves his church so much. Not the building, but the people. If he loves the church so much, shouldn't we? Going to church is a way for us to have community and to function as a part of the body of Christ. It's an edification for us and a way for us to grow with like-minded believers. So we will grow and we will become closer to Christ because of a church and that community. It's also a way to build a community of fellow, fellow believers for yourself and for your family and to teach your kids what their priorities should be. So you have your top three, which is God, family, and church, and then everything else should come after these. If you put these three things ahead of everything else, it may not make sense on paper, but God will make a way for all the other things to come into place. As you go through the quote-unquote other things category, you need to prioritize those things as well. Ask yourself some questions so that way you know where to begin to set those boundaries and what order to prioritize those things. First thing you should ask yourself is what value does this add to my family? Because family is a top priority. If something isn't going to bring value to yourself or your family, yourself is included because if mama is worn out, it affects the whole family. That shouldn't be a priority if it doesn't add value. So let's go through through some of the basics. Dinner. Dinner is a priority because the family needs to eat. Let's dig a little deeper. Dinner at the table so the family can connect. Planning the dinner will help the budget, so that way the family's money will go a little further than if you didn't plan and you ate out all the time. And then we've got grocery shopping. Big priority, because if you don't grocery shop, you can't make dinner, and then the priority of dinner won't happen. There are ways to make grocery shopping easier, less time-consuming, but it still has to happen, so that is a priority. The budget. If you don't budget, then your family won't have the money it needs to pay for bills. Or if you have a lot of extra money, wonderful for you. You'll be wasting that extra instead of putting it towards important things or saving for the future or saving for your kid's college or wedding or even just saving for travel and fun or retirement. Work. Work is a priority because you need to make money to help support your family and pay for bills. But the thing with work is if it is causing undue stress and taking crucial time away from your family and draining your energy so much that you have nothing left for your family, then that job should probably be reevaluated. This is a touchy thing though. Sit and pray about it. Don't make any rash decisions just because I said if it's taking time away for fa- from your family, you need to change it up. That's not what I'm saying. See what God has for you. Maybe it's a different job or maybe you just need to set some boundaries at this current job. Whatever it ends up being, ask for some clarity from God on this one. 
Work should not be cutting into your family. Family should always be a top priority. As you work through all the different priorities, list them out in order of importance. Then, as the new things come up, see what category they fit in. If they don't fit in your top priorities, but they fit in some of the others, if it isn't going to be taking important time away from those top priorities, then say yes. But maybe if it isn't going to fit in those priorities and you know it's not something that God is asking you to do, it might be something you need to say no to or a not right now to. Learning what your priorities are is a crucial step in being able to set those boundaries. Once you have priorities set, you need to work on saying no. Is saying no hard for you? It was really hard for me. I thought if I told people, no, I can't do that right now, they wouldn't want my help again. Like I said, I'm a helper. I want to help. So I thought they wouldn't want my help again or that I would be letting them down. It's time to shift our perspective on what saying no actually means. So what does saying no mean? It means more time for the important things for you. It means opening up an opportunity for someone else to use a gifting that God has given them, and it'll bless them instead of being a burden for you. So you saying no actually opens up the door for a blessing for somebody else. My aunt made a statement when we were talking about boundaries that said what I was thinking perfectly. She said, boundary setting is crucial to the maintenance of the family's business as usual. And I really liked that. It's important for kids to have consistency and expectations. If you aren't setting your boundaries accordingly, then they aren't going to have consistency because mom is just all over the place. With mom all over the place, no boundaries are set. Priorities are all over the place. And the kids see this, which brings chaos and inconsistency into the home. It's not a great way to grow up. And these kids won't be learning how to set those boundaries. And it's just going to repeat the cycle. And they're going to have the same problems that you have if they're not learning it at home. My aunt also said the following, which it just put it so well, boundaries around After-school snacks means that children will eat dinner and therefore will sleep better because they're not hungry at bedtime. Boundaries are required around volunteering for everything at the church, school, and neighborhood. These boundaries ensure parents have the time, energy, and patience to maintain the family's business as usual, like preparing nutritious dinners and reading bedtime stories. I love the example she used. It shows the trickle-down effect of something that Looking at just that one boundary with your kids, like their after-school snacks, it might seem very basic, but see how it affects the rest of their evening and into the night? It may be something small, but it has a big trickle-down effect. Now look at some of the bigger boundaries, like saying yes to something that you don't really have the time or energy to do well. Before you say yes, look at the trickle-down effect. How will saying yes affect your top priorities? How will it affect the person that's asking you to do this thing if you can't do it with excellence or you can't put that time and effort needed in it or you get so busy it's not completed on time and they have this expectation and they're counting on you, but you can't complete it on time. One simple yes can have a really big trickle down effect if you aren't prepared. So what are your top priorities? Once you learn those and do some hard self-evaluation as to the time that you're spending on things is benefiting those top priorities, set boundaries around those. Saying no is not a bad thing. It just means you're opening the door for someone else to say yes while you focus on the things that need your attention. I hope this helps you to navigate what is taking up your time so you can learn to give something up and be able to enjoy the things that matter most to you. Come join our community and let me know how this helped you and what your priorities are. I can't wait to hear from you and we'll see you next week. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.